Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of Tender Joy. I'm your host, Cindy. And I'm your host, Scott. We have a few interesting articles for you on this podcast. The first article is about money for meteorites. The second one is about reuniting lost dogs. And our last article is about super blooms in California. All right, so let's jump into our first article. On April 8th, shortly before noon, a blazing ball of fire flew through the bright sky and disintegrated close to Calais, Maine. This unusual incident resulted in numerous reports by local news outlets, one of which stated that the Maine Mineral and Gem Museum in Bethel is giving a cash reward of 25000 to anyone who finds fragments weighing 1 kilogram or 2.2 pounds or more. Although it is uncommon for meteorites to be that heavy, making it highly unlikely for large pieces to be retrieved, smaller fragments will also be compensated. The museum is home to the largest specimens of space rocks originating from the moon and Mars that can be found on our planet. In their quest to expand their collection, they are excited about the possibility of obtaining what local Maine astronomers have postulated to be a bolide meteorite. According to Sean Latch, the director of the Versant Power Astronomy Center, bolide meteorites are occasionally visible during the daytime and leave a luminous trail behind them. He told the Micaias Valley News Observer that if it's visible in the daytime, it's usually a large meteor that hits the atmosphere and lights up. The different colors you see depend on what it's made of. Thanks to the strong winds of up to 100 miles per hour that were present when the meteorite descended, NASA's radar equipment was able to calculate that there may have been between 150 to 339 grams of debris that landed somewhere between Canoose, Maine and the Canadian region of New Brunswick. This marks the first instance in which radar technology has captured the image of a meteorite descending over the state. The museum is optimistic that fragments of the meteorite are yet to be discovered, given that the luminous ball seen in the sky resembled a large flare or firework and must have been sizable in nature. Alright, now on to our next article. Located off the coast of Nome, a far northern Alaskan town closer to Russia than the United States, is St. Lawrence Island. Within the town of Gamble on this island, a young girl was recently reunited with her canine companion, who had wandered around the frozen Bering Strait for a month. Mandy Iwarigan is a mother of three children, each of whom shares a sibling-like bond with their three beautiful dogs. During a visit to her uncle's town of Savunga in March, two of their dogs, Starlight and Nanook, went missing. Mandy suspects that her uncle's dog, Ghost, may have led them on a wild chase around the icy landscape. While Ghost routinely goes on solo journeys for several days to a week before returning home, Starlight and Nanook may have been unfamiliar with the area. Despite this, Starlight resurfaced roughly two and a half weeks later while Nanook remained missing, causing Brooklyn, Nanook's eight-year-old human sister, to become anxious. A week later, Mandy received a text from her father stating that a dog resembling Nanook has been spotted in Wales, a small town located on the Seaward Peninsula and roughly 166 miles away from Savunga. Residents of Nome and surrounding communities used a Facebook page to trade goods and share news, and images of an unfamiliar dog were being shared on the platform. After reactivating her Facebook account, Mandy discovered that the dog in question was indeed her daughter's beloved Nanook. Nanook was found to be in good health except for a bite mark on his leg. Mandy arranged for his return via charter flights that were already scheduled for the Bering Strait School's District Native Youth Olympics. Mandy speculated that Nanook might have eaten wolverine, seal, or even a small polar bear, as the bite mark on his leg was quite large. She also remarked that if dogs could speak, Nanook and Starlight would have quite the story to tell. I'm sure that would be quite the interesting story. 
Alright, now on to our last article. The recent powerful storms that hit California caused a widespread damage and some tragic events. However, some people may have remembered back to 2019 and expected a remarkable spring. As it turns out, the new super blooms that have emerged across the state are so vast and vivid they can be observed from space. According to an LA Times article, a scientist notes that there is no precise scientific definition of a superbloom. Rather, it is a cultural occurrence when humans determine that a sufficient number of flowers have bloomed simultaneously in a single location. According to the LA Times, the California Department of Parks and Recreation has identified seven locations in Southern California where visitors can witness the superblooms. These colorful blooms have already made their appearance and are expected to last for approximately a month at most of these locations. According to the Parks and Recreation staff, visitors who are exploring the wildflowers are advised to download the iNaturalist app to gain more information about each flower species. By knowing the flower species, its relatives, emergence time, and coexisting species, people can develop a deeper appreciation and connection to the flower in the land, often without realizing it. The emergence of superblooms is a prime opportunity to appreciate the contrasting nature that makes a great outdoor so spiritually fulfilling. My parents went to see it and said it was amazing, so make sure to go and check it out before it's too late. Okay, so we hope you enjoyed listening about money for meteorites, reuniting lost dogs, and super blooms in California. Feel free to email us at tenderjoypodcasts at gmail.com with other article suggestions. Thanks for tuning in to Tender Joy and catch you on the next one.